Hi, everybody, and welcome back. So good to be with you as we again read and reflect on God's Word together. Today's an exciting day. We're on day 11 of our journey, so we're already entering the second quarter of these devotionals. And today we shift from the Old Testament to the New Testament and look at, to me, what is one of the great passages of Scripture uh, in John chapter 1. I mentioned uh, relatively early on in these devotionals that we would go back and forth between Old and New Testaments to touch on some of the major themes of the Bible um, and to observe how with the full revelation of Scripture that we have, how each of these themes are fully summed up and satisfied in Jesus. The book of John in actuality is the gospel of Jesus according to John. John was an eyewitness of Jesus, one of his 12 closest followers, and a key leader of the first century church who ultimately birthed Christianity. Unlike the other three Gospels, though, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, which present the life, ministry, and mission of Jesus from a similar, uh, more so historic perspective, John presents Jesus more thematically. And, And the big theme is that he was the incarnate Son of God. John also wrote his gospel uh, much later than the other three. I I think this gives us insight into the ways that John communicates, uh, knowing this. First, having seen the inauguration of the church and the many challenges and breakthroughs that the church had experienced, he had a clear understanding of the truth about Jesus that was sticking and maybe what needed to be, be presented Um, in a a new way in order to stick. Uh, The second thing was that the message of Jesus was spreading beyond what started with a primarily Jewish audience uh, into the Greco-Roman world. And John knew that new imagery uh, and new handles were needed uh, to preserve the truth of Jesus as it stretched across these cultures. As we read today, I encourage you to pay attention to John's imagery as we seek to understand what the Lord might be saying to us. Let's pray together. Father, we're grateful for another day um, and another opportunity to enjoy your presence as we spend time in the scriptures. Open our minds and open our hearts to receive from you. We ask that you would guard us from distractions and make clear to us um, what it is that we need to understand about Jesus and about our own lives today. And it's in his name and identity that we pray. Amen. I'm going to be reading John chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world. 
and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent or of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Did you catch the imagery that John used? Uh, two words especially grab our attention, word and light. And John uses each of these to circle, underline, and highlight that Jesus was, in fact, the God-man sent to save the world. For the time that's ours today, I'm going to focus on this idea of the Word. On day one of these devotionals, we read, In the Beginning God, in Genesis chapter 1, and witnessed his creativity, his intention, and his power as he brought the whole universe out of himself. Today, on day 11, we read, In the Beginning was the Word. These two uh, phrases are nearly identical, but they were written thousands of years apart by people in different cultural and religious contexts. Now, we, of course, have the benefit of history and we're able to hold the Old and New Testaments side by side in our hands or on our screens. But the people in John's day didn't have that luxury. He was clearly connecting his audience to the first words of the Bible. History informs us that John's audience was likely composed of Jews and non-Jews, what the Bible refers to as Gentiles. These would have been uh, other Near Easterners, Greeks, Romans, uh, people of all sorts of pagan religions. And, and according to the Life Application Study Bible, in the Hebrew and Jewish scriptures, the word was an agent of creation, the source of God's message to his people and the encapsulation of God's law. In Greek philosophy, the word was the principle of reason that governed the world and the origination of thought. John claimed that everything, no matter the worldview, everything from which people could understand and make sense of life was found in the beginning of time and space in something called the word. In fact, verse four reads that, uh, this word was the life of all mankind. If that wasn't enough, uh, to that he added an incredible description of the world, the word, that it not only was God, but it was with God. For those in John's audience who weren't tracking, and let's be honest, I probably would have been one of them, he made no doubt about who he was talking about in verse 14. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen him, the one and only son who came from the father. In one of the great mysteries of Christianity, Jesus is somehow completely distinct from God in heaven and completely one with him in essence. In his identity as God, he was there before the creation of the world, witnessing everything come from nothing. And in his identity as Jesus, he lived on earth as a person to be seen and known by other people, 
of whom John was one. My sense is that this can be uh, a challenging word for us, regardless of where we are in our personal journey of faith. Some of us may have never heard this before and maybe scratching our heads, and rightly so. It's okay. It's hard to get our minds around what John is saying, and it's probably even harder to actually believe it. I, on the other side, I imagine some of us have heard all this before and accept it, but I encourage you to think about what you're accepting. Think about this. God came to earth as a person. Somehow he pre-existed the world, and yet he needed food and water and shelter and sleep to survive. Somehow he was human. That's not a belief to hold blindly, because frankly, it sounds kind of insane when we say it out loud. I think John knew this. In fact, he had seen people struggle with it. He tells us in verse 11 that plenty of people did not receive Jesus. They couldn't believe that he was uh, who he claimed to be. And yet the good news for each one of us follows in verse 12, that those who did receive Jesus, those who did believe, were given the right to become children of God. In Jesus, in the God-man, everyone is given the opportunity to be in God's family, to be a son or daughter of the creation, the creator of the universe. Now, believing in him may sound foolish, and it does take risk to believe it. But isn't it worth considering, given the payoff? Where do you stand with this description of Jesus right now? No matter where you are in terms of believing or not believing, I invite you to spend time considering if all this is possible, if it's all possible to be true. And if it is possible, if you do believe, what does that mean for your life? Are you living in line with your belief? Let's pray together. Lord God, thank you for your word, uh, which we learned today. Uh, isn't just letters on a page, but a person, your living presence on earth. Uh, grant us wisdom to grasp this reality, or at least begin to grasp it, and, and be with uh, each one of us, God, as we wrestle with it. Help us to live today knowing that you love us despite our doubts. Um, but also, God, we don't want to live in doubts and in the unknown forever. We want greater faith. Um, give us, the each of us, the, the proper combination of answers and trust uh, that we need to rest in a relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen.